News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, we've been talking about it already this morning, but Equality Minister Roderick O'Gorman has said he has an open mind for creating new social welfare supports for stay-at-home parents. And I'm joined now by Jen Hogan, journalist and columnist on this. Good morning to you, Jen. Is this a good idea? Bad idea? I think it's actually probably a good idea. It's actually good to see that perhaps we're finally valuing the work or considering that we might value the work that stay-at-home parents do because we know for a long time the significant cost associated with the the amount of work that stay-at-home parents do. And when we think about it, we say parents a lot, but it's mostly women. It's mostly mothers who are at home. It's mostly mothers who feel the financial implications of a decision to stay at home with their with their children. We also know a lot of families are struggling with trying to juggle everything. And if this would make things a little bit easier and place a proper value on care, on care in the home, that can only be a good thing. I was talking about this earlier on in the programme and, and I was saying that one of the things I wonder about this is in terms of fairness, because there are lots of couples out there listening this morning who who have a two income family and and their and their lives are predicated on that their their mortgage is based on a two income family their bills are based on it and and they won't be able irrespective of this to to give up the, yeah, that second true. job so their tax then will be going to keep somebody else who maybe can afford for only one parent to stay in the home which even with sacrifices but you know that 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 some people can live on one income because that income is a, is a decent one rather than two. Is there an issue of fairness around this, Jen? Do you know what I'm getting at? That that some people's taxes will be going to who are out working, who might like to stay at home but can't afford to to fund somebody else to do it. I do, and I, I completely hear what you're saying there. And we have created a society here now where where it is vital for for two people and most yeah. people to, uh, most houses for two people to work to support their family. However. I suppose we do lots of things within society for the good of society. And, and if we want to change things, we want to look at things being different go, going forward, then we have to start somewhere. And we do have to look at kind of turning things around and looking at how, what we might do going forward. Plus, all families are not equal, not just financially, but also different asks. There's very different asks, different sized families. We're talking about our replacement rate. You know, even when we talk about things like that, our birth rate's very low uh, in comparison to where we were. We're having less babies born. If if this is something we're looking to in the future with the impending pension crisis, then we do need to support families. Again, I know it goes back to fairness. and I, excuse me, I do understand that thing of not all um, people being able to afford. And I think, sadly, society is like that. And to give that opportunity that maybe somebody could stay at home and be paid something. That can, that's a good thing. You mentioned the pension crisis. Of course, this would be another another uh, financial drain. I don't mean, mean any, anything more than that, but a financial drain on the exchequer. What we are looking at is more and more people being supported by fewer and fewer workers. Like if we're now supporting stay-at-home parents as well as that, that pension, that increasingly large group of pensioners, affordability for the state would be an issue here, surely. But I think when it comes to social welfare payments, you're never going to be talking a huge amount. So both in the way you're talking about affordability, which will mean not everybody is going to be able to afford it, but also reality in long term. It's probably something that people might only avail of for a short amount of time unless they have to, unless they have to, unless it really isn't possible because of their family circumstance. But that is, again, going back, I suppose, to what we do. We contribute towards taxes for the the good of society. We and are we saying, because that, that's an interesting point you're making, are we saying that for the good of society largely women should stay home. Is that what you're no, saying? Not at all. That's the other thing. If 
when we te- if we put a value on it and we and we start to contribute something to it towards maybe we'll see more men consider staying at home that we're getting some payments mm-hmm. nothing like maybe what they'll be getting definitely nothing like what what they'd probably get in work but something maybe to allow parents spend a little bit of time with okay. them. But no, it's definitely not about keeping women at home. Because uh, that was the last thing I was going to say. Is if we are in a situation where we're now giving mostly women, but, you know, the, the occasional man, but mostly women, a stay-at-home payment, and we don't have free childcare in this country, so we're, we're, we're quite at odds with, with, with other European nations. Is Ireland sending some kind of a message with those, with those two facts? You know, I don't think they're at all to each other. We, we certainly need to do something about our childcare costs, which are crippling, and we know that, and we yeah. know people are struggling. But I think it's about supporting choice, isn't it? It's about supporting families who choose to have somebody... But in terms of nudge theory, if we, if we don't have free childcare and we're paying you to stay home, then then we're not, we're not just supporting choice, we're influencing choice. Well, well I don't know. I, I think there's an awful lot of parents who might choose to spe- stay with their children if they could, if they could afford even that small amount, could afford it. And then there's people... People like me, there's people like me who adore their children, but would still always choose to work. And having having a childcare, an affordable childcare option is vital. It's absolutely okay. vital. Jen Hogan, journalist and columnist, thank you for joining us. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.